0: that sting had that sting just it kept went going. on it kept going kept giving. you listen hard go back to the previous episode people and there's that little at the
1: end wow. it's, it's like you
0: know,
1: there's don't you love it when you notice things that you've, you've seen them for That a have long always time. been there yeah they've always been there then you think hey I didn't know that was like what, what? was there um oh, I'm just trying to remember now I'll give you one example it was fascinating to discover when I back in the day when I drove a petrol car that the little arrow yes. next to the fuel gauge, yeah. right? Yeah. Is always indicating at where, where, yeah. what side the car is on. And if there's no, no arrow, the pump is in the boot. No, no, the if back. there's no
0: arrow, the picture of the pump, the the, 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 the the side that the pump goes in, like the handle goes ah. into the pump, is the side that it's on. Is that right? So if, the, but if these days a, there's normally an arrow. There's,
1: if there's no arrow, but the pump's going in on the left side of it's the car, ga- it's on the left. I'll See? give you another one. Those little things? I'll give you another one. Airport signs. Airport
0: sign. So anywhere you're driving... Have any a little picture of a plane. It, yeah, they always have a little picture... You know the little picture of the plane? Yeah. It's always pointing in the direction you should be travelling. Really? So, if you are on a motorway, like the M2 motorway from the west into, into the city... Okay. The, the, ...the plane will be pointing forward. So the wings will be out to the left and right. Right. If you're um, down on the south Southern, Southern Cross Drive... And, and there's a there's an exit coming up. The plane yeah. will be pointing towards the exit. Wow. Yes. subtle little thing. Yes, all the way down. I think yeah. I wrote an article about it at EFTM years ago. Um, because well, that, I, when I learned about it, I'm like, oh my God, I couldn't believe it. This was just like, how does that happen? That's, that's unbelievable. But maybe I'll just put it on Facebook, but... Um, yeah, I was quite blown away by that very simple the thing. The
1: other one, too, if you look really closely at the FedEx um, logo. Yeah. The FedEx. Yeah, it says FedEx. Yeah. So the space between, I think it's the D and the E or yeah. the E and no, Between the D and the E or the E and the X, there's a big arrow. It's an arrow. Yeah. I'm going I'm to get it. I'm just, actually, I can't, where is my phone? I don't I know, mate. Phone. FedEx. Fell down the couch, Logo. Right? You look at the yes, there is an arrow. Yes, that's right. So have check out that. Yeah, you're right. You don't see it. You don't see it until you see it. Now there's a big arrow. The E and the X make an arrow.
0: You don't see it until you see it. Yeah, that. is... There's lots of those little things, eh? Hey? Cool. Someone actually did that well. and they Someone presented, they were doing the logos, and someone came in and they went, oh my God, you just went with two colours? Get out. And they went, hang <laughs> on, <They> went, hang <laughs> on, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Can we just point something out? It's really cool, and people will be talking about it for years to come, including idiots on podcasts. Exactly There's
1: right. an arrow in our logo. It was on Castaway as well. And now it's all I can see is the that's arrow. It. That's all you get now. Wow. Lots of those little things. Wow, that's I like amazing. It. I like it when I... I tell you what, I got that same feeling when I watched Star Wars on Blu-ray for the first time. Because it was eye-opening to see the quality in the different the high things. definition. I'd, I'd only ever seen it on VHS DVD. Then suddenly this special remastered edition and all the detail you I was noticing, like scratches on R2-D2 and C-3PO. So it was all that added detail that I saw for the first time. That's why I'm, I'm always going for the 4K version of everything so I can see even more detail if it's there. I, I really really did get off on uh, looking at that stuff and seeing, oh, that's been there the whole time, but because of the resolution, I couldn't see it. Yeah. That's been there. If you were live on the set, you would have seen that. But now, through the wonders of technology and the improved resolution, now I can see that. Bloody hell. Yeah. Hmm. Hidden in plain sight. Hidden in plain sight. Yeah. What else can you think of that's hidden in plain sight?
0: Yeah, I can't think of anything, to be honest. Um. Yeah, no, you've stumped me on that one, but I thought my airport one was pretty good. No, I didn't know that. That's a pretty good one. You know, um, uh, not to get negative on COVID and stuff, but I was talking to someone today about uh, travel. And, you know, ah, oh, next year. And then there was we were talking about the America and how they're just still struggling and it's going to take a long time and could take years. And I thought, I do, actually, now I'm starting to question CS22. And here's my biggest challenge with travel again. So right now, if we wanted to go to Perth, Would you go? Yeah. See, I wouldn't because it's too much risk that that idiot premier over there just goes, nah, we're out and and we can't get back or something like that, right? Or you're in a plane and it shuts. Yeah. So it's too much risk just of that little thing, right? But then, so I think then about, okay, international travel. So let's assume we're all vaccinated. Let's assume there's a really cool vaccine passport thing available, whatever, and we feel comfortable going to America. But then we're in America – for five days and we're due to come home in three days and it turns out there's some new strain over there or there's something about how when you're exposed to the to the virus and you've got the vaccine, you still carry it and you might bring it home. Sorry, you still got to go to 14-day so quarantine. Uncertainty, yeah. And boom, down come the borders again. Or just a new restriction on, on quarantine and stuff. I'm not sure I'll, I'll be willing to travel until I've had like six months of other people doing it mm. and learning that we are okay now and everyone's not going to... Like, I'm not so worried about health-wise. I'm just worried about I'm screwing with So you're
1: with saying everything. the vaccine isn't, a isn't just a silver bullet to go and come and go as you please? I'm worried that it's not, yeah. yeah. There's going to be uh, restrictions still in place when if you come back from certain countries and things And, like and that. if there's
0: not restrictions in place, they might not announce restrictions on day one. But as we can see, this thing evolves. The way the quarantine program works evolves. What if it evolves to the point where actually you do need seven days quarantine? It's like, oh, it's still seven days. And that wasn't
1: worth my while going overseas. Well, on on my Facebook memories, a year ago exactly, we were in San Francisco. Yeah. One year ago. So it's, that's that's our last trip was one year ago already. Oh, that's interesting because
0: I wonder... So literally, it's going to be a year. So I tra- I'm flying next Friday. Mm. It
1: will have been and think, like, nearly exactly one year since I've been on a plane. Yeah, well, I'm flying Joe Far and I go to the Gold Coast in March. So March 11, we we'll are go to the Gold Coast. That'll wow. My first time on it. It'd be 13 months for me, then, to be on a plane. Months without being on a plane. So strange oh, hey. to think about, it's isn't incredible. it? incredible, yeah. Well, looks you know, like we, we used we, to do we're 70 up, or 80. <laughs> we were on a plane once a week for last back in the last year and la, the year before last. We were travelling quite often. It's and internationally, strange. we were travelling, like, once a month we'd be overseas, wouldn't we?
0: And you know, people say how good the tennis is because there's crowds there. But look at it; it's just it's horrible. There's no yeah, it's half full. It's, 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 it's tiny little full. patches of people here and there. Yeah,
1: it's weird. It's good. Did Ash Barty win? Uh yes. Yeah, yeah. She was playing. What about? It was a about, over, uh, So, did you watch the Nick Kirios game? I missed it
0: last night. I yeah. mean, I had buddy 24 it, on my. Came
1: back. It. Came back at it. it Five sets,
0: it, mate. Pretty good. I'd like to see him get through to the semis. I don't know that he's got the finals. You could just see
1: an Aussie win the Australian Open for a change, don't you reckon?
0: I mean, oh, come to on. be honest, Ash is such a good chance. That's great, but yeah. I actually want to see Nick do well. Nick Kyrgios. Yeah.
1: What about the other? Did you see? <laughs> did you watch his first game? Yeah. Where he said he goes, "Get your girlfriend out of my box." Yeah. He was talking to his brother. Yeah. Saying he's, <laughs> and yeah, he he reckons yeah. was a g up. He goes, "No, that was just funny." Just on. He's just taking the Mickey. What the? He's in the middle of a game, mate. I he's
0: playing the game. I mate. see last night he did an underarm serve. Yeah. No. Mate, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> That's the best ever.
1: <laughs> Stump the bloke. Hey, mate, it's gamesmanship. Like Nadal wouldn't know what to do if yeah, he did that. Yeah, Why do they do that little a little tricky little underarm that just, just hits behind the net? Well, that's pretty much what he's aiming for. I reckon nice. he's been well, practicing. What is, why don't they do that? It's, it was actually, I think, was it the 40th anniversary of the underarm? Oh, yeah, the remember cricket. That? Do you remember that? Or were you in no. fucking kindergarten back then? <laughs> fucking it was then. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember that, you idiot? Or were you fucking not born then? Because I remember that I remember watching it live, right? Yeah. I remember because it was Greg Chapel was captain, Trevor Chapel was the bowler, and the Trevor someone who was the was the John? was the no. whoever the batsman was was obviously a Kiwi guy. Oh, right. And um, they needed six to win off the last ball, right? So this was the final, and it was down to they had a lead of five. If they hit a six off the last ball, they're gonna win. And it, it had happened. There'd been games where bang, like Gary Gilmore or someone hit a six off the off the last ball and they yep. won. Right. So it's possible. So <laughs> Trevor, Trevor they they look it's uh, we're just gonna buy Under up just to be. At the time, it was a massive, massive story. controversy. It was absolutely like everyone's saying it's not in the spirit of cricket. And you couldn't say it was cheating because it wasn't against the rules. No,
0: is it you now? Though have they ruled it out. I'm or? not sure, but yeah. at the
1: time, it was it completely legally legal. legal. Yeah. So they didn't break the rules. I just think it was not, not, not in the, the spirit, spirit of, of the game. game. So the um, I remember he rolled it in, and then the the batsman just blocked it because he rolled it right at his stumps. He would have got him out if he didn't block oh, it. Literally rolled. Over he it, over rolled it, in, so yeah. he did it underarm. Rolled it on the ground, and um. He blocked it, and then he threw the bat the length of the pitch, and then Australia just walked off, and and that was it. And then everyone, I remember, I remember the line I liked the best was the Kiwis were saying, "Australians, ha- Australians have an underarm problem," you know, like <laughs> they got an underarm deodorant problem. <laughs> but yeah, that was just a massive, massive um, event at the time. It's it funny
0: just, how, like, they wouldn't. <coughs> like, you reckon the chapels had any idea that that would be something we'd be talking about forty years no. later? Nope, there's no way. No. I often Incredible. think that about things like music. Like I was listening today, like the playlist I talked about, yeah. you know, Horses by Daryl Braithwaite, you know. There's no way he knew he'd still be singing that yeah. when he's this old, right? Yeah. But, he, but he, still, he, he, mate, he still smashes it and people love it. Oh, Grand it's Ponson, his signature it's awesome, song? Right? Fuck yeah. But like you wonder whether, and it's hard because like if we fast forward 20, 30 years, what artists, what songs, what things yeah. from today are actually, are actually transcending hits. generations,
1: you know? Yeah. Not many. I don't some. think so either. There'd be some. I think um well the beauty of having like a like a service like Spotify Apple Music and I notice this this with my kids, they're discovering music from the eighties and I and they're like my son loves eighties music. Yeah. And I'm saying, mate, this is what I was listening to when I was your age. Yeah. And I think they they really enjoy that They think, oh, I'm gonna go back and listen right. to what my dad listened listen to when I was my age.
0: It's actually one of the great highlights which you'll hear, which we have recovered from the show, is yeah. I think it might be episode one. We're talking about Sony Music Unlimited. Oh. And we both agree that we just want to own our music, just want to download it. <laughs> it's different. fucking gold. How different now, eh? It's ten years ago, yeah. Wow. And now it's like I don't even know if I own any music anymore. I don't know. Well, I, I also, pay thirty-five bucks a year for iTunes. I've Match. got
1: a whole bunch of CDs at home. No, we nothing, all ours went to garage stuff. Nothing to play them on. Like most of my when iTunes came in, right? When I got my first iPod in two thousand and one, or was early two thousand and two. I remember, and I bought that. I wasn't. A, I, you was ingested still, I was everything. still. A, I was still a sports writer. You rip then. everything into iTunes. Yeah. So I put every single CD I had, yep. and then gave them away to the salvos. So
0: I did. I ingested everything. Ripped every single CD yeah. as was legal, and that was the way you did it yeah. with iTunes, right? And if you speak to a lawyer, actually, you meant to keep the copy. It's called ephemeral copyright, and all these different yeah. things, right? Okay. But <laughs> I had the big. I, I had. A, we've got. I've still got. I've still got an ass with all my music on it, yeah. sitting in a file. And we were doing a garage sale, and I went, well, we'll get rid of the CDs. And I remember the CDs being out there. Who's the Farnham fan? <laughs> it was just funny. But right now, so I'm listening to Tony Martin's Town, one of the best podcasts I've ever heard. And he's so funny. And he was talking about the the old Martin Malloy CDs. And you'll just see right next to you, I bought them on eBay. I bought oh. the three Martin Malloy albums from the radio show back in the day. Okay.
1: And fuck it, I don't have anything to listen to them on. Well, I'm the same. I'm thinking, oh, because what I normally would I'm do... Right? To, I'm going to have to hook up an Xbox. This is, how, this, is. How, this is how mad I was. When I had my Merc, which had a CD player in it, if it was an album or an artist I really liked, I'd download it on Apple Music to hear yeah. on the go, but I'd buy the CD to play in the car because it's uh, to my ears, it sounded a bit better yeah. off the CD. But now I can't do that. I've got, hey. I don't have a player Our mind.
0: Holden Commodore that we bought in 2010, the wagon we got rid of last year, had this amazing feature, the Series Two VE, where you could put a disc in, and you could choose to save it to the car. <laughs> so remember, like my first car, the Sayed Ibiza, I bought, I bought a new stereo for it and a six-stack CD player. Remember having six-stack CD yeah. players? You'd have six CDs. Well, it had that in my and you change goes and it actually changed CDs for well, you in the boot and you'd think what more could you how buy? good is this how good
1: is, how good is this then I got an iPod and had a the, thousand the, the songs. Commodore had this
0: thing where you could, so we just ripped in like the wiggles and stuff so there was a whole couple of discs where yeah. the kids songs even the day we sold they're probably still in the car
1: and you reckon I'm old yeah <laughs> <laughs> but
0: it's it's just brilliant to think about you know how things were no, and mate. I was talking to the I think thing
1: that, is though the thing is though our kids even my kids all my kids are in their 20s right. Yeah. Like, not one of them, I reckon, has ever bought a CD in their life. No, and and neither will your kids ever buy a no. CD, or perhaps not even a movie. They might like my kids have never bought a movie, never bought a CD. I buy movies because yeah. I'm I'm am I'm, I'm a cinephile. I want them, but they're they're of a generation now where that stuff is so accessible at the at literally at their fingertips in yep. an instant. Yeah, why why buy it? Yeah,
0: I was um I did a radio spot with ABC Brisbane the other day, and they were talking about the. Triple O, people dialing nine one one, yeah, and they want to talk about why it worked on some phones. And I said, well, look, you know, they don't publicise it, but you know, Apple and Samsung have programmed phones so that if you dial nine one one, it'll go to Triple oh, right. O. but it's that's that's at the, the handset level, and we had to keep saying, but you, must dial Triple O. Da da da. And I said to the bike, I said, do you know why they chose Triple O? And I'll sit in my office at home, and he, and he goes, "No." I said, "Have a listen to this." And I, I put my head down to my rotary dial phone that's sitting on my desk, and I, you know, grabbed the grabbed the zero and dialed it around. You know, the old rotary dial. You let go, and I did that. And he goes, "That's a rotary dial phone." I said, "And how hard is it to do the zero? It's the longest one. It's a really conscious effort to do. It's deliberate. That's why instead of one one one, which you could easily, you know, just do for giggles, yeah, it's it's zero. You've got it. You've got to make a." concerted effort to do it right so he, he couldn't do it accidentally or for love. And he too. was like who has a Rodeo phone?" I went who remembers them that's the great yeah, thing I remember Rode and it's just awesome to think about you that stuff Rode- that, Rode- yeah, yeah I remember the, the Telstra T-Touch or whatever they called it back in the day the white ones that were kind of they looked so cool um, yeah, was touch, I'm talking like mid 90s yeah. touch button it had save you know eight yeah. memories um, yeah they
1: were great but I remember, I remember Rode- when
0: caller ID came in yeah, yeah. you had to buy a little attachment and you had to, to, to enable calling, it and pay yeah. a couple of bucks a month for it to see who's calling.
1: Yeah, but I remember the rotary. And, and if you, you know, if you fuck it up, you got to go back. Start. Oh, you got to hang up.
0: Go hang up. To it again. But what a satisfying feeling it is to hang that bastard
1: up. <laughs> There's <laughs> nothing sign more for, satisfying. Didn't Seinfeld do a bit about that? He goes cordless phones. He goes, you, you, you want to slam the phone yeah. down rather than trying to find the button. Beep. <laughs> it's just not the same. I watched again today. Um, I'm listening to um, Barack Obama's book, A Promised Land. You know, he's 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 memoirs, right? And I rewatched his um, uh, Barack Obama's uh, comedians and cars getting coffee scene yes. with Seinfeld. Yes, tonight. and that was that was a really that was a really cool episode. Very funny, very well done. And uh, Barack Obama's got a good sense of humor too. Definitely, he's, he's very very. He's a funny. He's got a f- good sense of humor. Definitely, bloke.
0: I saw. I stumbled across. It might have been on TikTok. Um, a behind the scenes. So remember uh, they have, the, have those uh, press club lunch things. Yep. where there's a comedian and a big grand tale at the top. Yeah, have, it's, the president, the it's the Prestida. It's dinner. The president yeah. makes a speech, and yeah. it's normally funny. Yeah. Um, he had this one where he had like a, an aggression translator or something. Anyway, they, they, someone had a behind-the-scenes video they'd recorded during rehearsals, yeah. and it was brilliant to watch him naturally just interacting with this guy, having a bit of banter. Yeah. It's kind of weird. It felt to me like that buddy Mark Hamill video I sent you. It was like this yeah. thing you've never seen. It was wow. like uncovering stuff. That was amazing. It's yeah, so good. Was like I actually, I'm thinking uh, one day when I've got time, I'm going to rig up my VHS and the and the ingester. And I've got a few VHS. And I'm just going to watch them. I'm just going to press play yeah. and have them on in the background. Just if anything comes on, like old ads and stuff. Because yeah. or your porn collection as well. I don't have any <laughs> such thing. Um, VHS back in the day, nah, mate, mate. I've just the got chicken and corn. I did have. Before like, the internet, mate. I had like 20 tapes of just Australian Touring Car Championship from like 1991. Really? And you think, well, never and watch them ever like again. Like a VHS tape, and I'd With drawn, label drawn the Shell logo on it and written wow. on it really nicely and everything. And at some point in the last, I don't think it was a matter, it might have been a previous, I just went, this is... Oh, previous relationship. Yeah, I think right. it's gone, it's so done. Left, lost. They're in gone. The, so yeah. I don't have those anymore, You had to give them up in the divorce to Joe, No, <laughs> uh, they were just too too much junk. Uh, yeah.
1: So your wife said, no. Nah. Not coming in Whoever it hands. was at the time, then I don't feel like here. it was
0: Amanda, but it might have been. Hey, um,
1: don't let them push you around, mate. Oh, that's too late for that. <laughs> <laughs> what now? That horse is bolted. Yeah, eight. that horse. I'm um, well and truly has done thumb a lap. Is a sitting lap of <laughs> firmly and squarely on my head. <laughs> oh, mate. So yeah, I've got a few. V- I've tell you what, I've got VHS tapes of my kids when they were really young. Yeah, right. Still on these little VHS tapes. So on and. They're just sitting there in this big box. I've got to convert them. I'm, I'm yeah. going to take them up to some joint and just. Pay the one, somebody. and this is
0: egotistical. The one I want to find is I did. I did a Sky News cross, not cross. I came back to the studio the year that Mark Webber um, came fifth at the Formula One Grand Prix in Melbourne, um, 2006, 2005. Anyway, I was down there. I did radio reports. I've got like tapes of my radio reports. But I've, I also, cause I remember flying in and going straight to. It was not where it is now. It was. It was somewhere in French's Forest, Sky News. Yeah. And doing this little thing at night, talking about Mark Weber and I'm like, I really want to watch that. That would have been probably one of my first TV appearances. It would yeah, be right. so weird to watch. <laughs> it would be very weird.
1: Yeah. Well, I converted my... I had my first grade debut on VHS, and yep. I converted that to DVD, so I've got that now. Well, let's watch that in the theatre. It's, it's on YouTube as well, that game. It's on, it's on the tube. Yeah, it's on YouTube, that game. Did you put it up? No, okay. someone else did. Yeah, all right. Yeah. South v. West... Fennec! Fennec on the... B- <laughs> oh, No. <nah. laughs> It was actually um, Thirsty. What's his name? David Morrow. Um, David Morrow was commentator. And um, it was May 28, 1988. West v. the Rabbitohs at the Sydney Football Stadium. <laughs> He's looking it up. Gonna look it up. He's going to look it up. So. Uh, uh, wait, well, I crack a. I'm gonna what crack is it? West, West v.
0: Rabbitohs. 19 nine, what?
1: 1988.
0: eighty-eight. Let's see what comes up on YouTube. This thing. Let's check. Round 12?
1: Uh, no. Show me. Yeah, that sounds about right. This one? Or yep. the top one? And uh, no, more probably oh, either one, I think. West v South. Football yeah, Stadium. It. Yep, yep, that's it. Top,
0: Top one. So it's got one hundred thirty-three views. We have to find out how many we can get this to. Um, 20, 129 of them are me. What number are you on the on the on the field, mate? Twenty. S. Twenty-five. Oh, on. this is the best ever. <laughs> this is so good. <laughs> Mario's <laughs> younger brother. <laughs> Hang on, I'm going to go back to that. <laughs> How do I go back? Oh, no. Oh, no. You can't skip. Is that so it's your first game. Here we yeah. go. I'll go. But all the way back.
1: Billy Blake. Andrews at lock, all Rilt, Robertson, Wayne Chisholm at the second rowers, and then Darren Maroon and Les Davidson at front. With Steve Fenwick, Mario's younger brother, coming into the side for his initial first grade game as hooker. George Piggins as the coach. Boom! <laughs> George Piggins. <laughs> then they do a close up on me before the kickoff. They close up, do a close up on me, and I'm literally hyperventilating, thinking, oh, this is just totally shitting oh, I can't myself." Skip.
0: Yeah. Oh, you can. Here we go. Five
1: seconds. Oh, hang is. on, that's hang it. on, oh, hang yeah. on. That's it. Hang yeah, on, I here we go. go.
0: So, ladies and gentlemen, fifty-six seconds in. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm next to Bundy. Then. I'm next What to Les 8, 25.
1: That's Twenty-five. There,
0: look, twenty-five. Where there? No, no, no. no I'm just just yeah, yeah, that's you over there with no, a mullet.
1: No, that's Les Davidson. That's. that's me oh, here. there you are. Look at now you. Watch me. I'm, I look up in the sky and go, "What am I doing here?" Watch this. You are shit. Greg McCallum. He was. <laughs> he was my year
0: five PE teacher. Anyway, have yeah, well, a
1: Winfield. We won. We won as well. That'll 20, do me. Any key
0: moments of the game here, Stephen? Um, Did you touch mate, the ball
1: first time for one of the first rucks? I'd sort of switched it to the right, and we scored. Is this you? No. What I'm about? By Huff. the way, I'm wo- dummy half. I'm talking. There you are. There you are. I'm a, yeah, I'm in dummy half. Look at you. Look at you, Stephen. Mate, you look how young. Fit young Twenty young man year you old. Are. Twenty year old, mate. In my
0: prime. There he is, <laughs> out of dummy half, Stephen Fennec. Unbelievable, Steve <laughs> Fennec. That's that's just yeah, so they cool. They call me
1: Steve. I was not Steven ever in my footy career. Really, I was always Steve. Mate, you set
0: that up. I'm telling you, you set that up. This is seriously, people. This is pure gold. I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to put this on the big screen and watch it
1: later. <laughs> I actually, I, but I I think I was second in the tackle count. I was. I, I my guts out that what day. Look you, your white shorts and your yeah. I had my hand taped up to build. my hand. I had a I had I'd broken my hand earlier in the season, so I had a taped hand. What about how small you are? A lot skinnier, mate, back then. <laughs> My playing weight was a bit, uh, I was, what, 96 kegs then? 98 kegs? Yeah. 133 views. What's the second one? Did you say there was a second one there? Hang on, let me just save that. I want to I <laughs> do some things I with, right. that I right with that Alright, all right that, Gabe. You're pretty happy with that, aren't you, Yeah, I was. Yeah, give My yourself debut. a wrap. Solid, solid to boot. Give debut. yourself
0: a wrap. <laughs> um, where solid to boot, uh, mate. Go back one. So the other one was this one. Yeah, this is the
1: full this is the full broadcast. Oh, so it's the same game, but yeah. it's the full broadcast. See how it's got the credits at the start. Oh wow. And just Warren Boland and Morrow on the sideline with um then. Wilkins. What's his name? Peter Wilkins. Peter Wilkins is on the sideline. Oh wow, that's the crowd. Look at that's crowd. Like, how old was the football stadium at that well, point? It was that year, it was open. Eighty eight wow, was the first isn't year. Isn't it gorgeous? Yeah, yeah. Look at the wow. crowd. It was a, it was a rainy overcast day. Yeah. The C was angry that day, my friend. There he is. Authentic! Hits it up. Just chopped him down. No, mate, you, oh, you went straight
0: run. into that, mate. You went straight into that. Mate, get behind him. Come on, mate. Dummy half. Get in there. You spit slower the play. George would have thrown it at you after that one. You set up a run through here. Man, that is epic. That one's only got 11,000 views.
1: Mate, that's history, mate. They'll never take that away from you. Hang on.
0: Oh, 11,190 views. Jesus, yeah, that's go, all
1: right. Mate. I'm probably 10,000 of those.
0: Views. Hang on. I'm just going to tweet that. <laughs> it's just pure gold. Anyway, you got anything else on?
1: No, nothing, mate. That's oh, it. Very good. But uh yeah, the season's on in another month. Month today, eleventh of February, eleventh of March is round one. So thirty days away. Twenty nine days, I think, by right now. February's only got twenty eight days. What are you tweeting? What are you doing, you idiot?
0: <laughs> I'm tweeting, ladies and gentlemen, I present to you Stephen Phoenix. <laughs> first grade debut for Couldn't help Versus West's at the SFS <laughs> in 19.
1: Well, I remember the, that, mor- that morning.
0: Grab a drink. <laughs> keep. That, your that morning. Eyes on number 25 at Hooker. Do you say at Hooker playing dummy half? Because cause you were dummy half for the game, were you?
1: What's going on there? I was Hooker, yeah. It was Hooker, and I was dummy half as well. Yeah. Yeah, so hooker. you
0: can say at Hooker playing dummy half? Yeah, yeah. That'd be the correct. Yeah?
1: Yeah. We're well, in no. number twenty-five. No, Yeah, yeah. I've, I've said that, man And I never forget Les Davidson was the prop, right? And he was like a s- Australian representative, New South Wales representative, and his nickname was Bundy, right? Yeah, that was his nickname. And I never forget the very first scrum where oh, I was really nervous. I never forget he put his arm around me. He goes, "Mate, don't worry, we'll look after you." <laughs> and I'm thinking, "Bring it on, baby." That was real. That just settled my nerves. It was really good. Oh, that's cool something you'll never forget mate on uh it was an amazing time back. something ago. I'll never experience either yeah all oh, right
0: mate see you next week short one eh short one oh, I've got nothing else to you you've got nothing else do you have anything? I said I've got nothing else yeah.
1: well all good <laughs> when, when does the formula one start when does that kicking off because the Australian meant camped. to be
0: middle of March so the it's um it's in so what, what Bahrain. Will be the
1: very first one then Bahrain. um I think it's Bahrain yeah let's look it up uh, so w- Isn't it normally early March that we have the Australian Grand Prix? So th- are yeah. they just no, mid March? So they're so just, just not going to yeah. have a race. Just It'll it. start in April. Uh, no, late, no, late no. March. It's
0: it's it's late March, twenty eighth of March, Bahrain,
1: and and so Australia's going to be tacked on. And at then the end. Italy's
0: not until the eighteenth of April. So there's a bit of time there. May and Australia's at the end. Australia's then. in November, not quite the end, but the third from the end, twenty first of November, and then Saudi Arabia and then Abu Dhabi, and it's still in, in the twelfth.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, do you, you reckon they could have had it? You don't reckon they could have still had it in March? No. Why? Because
0: the Formula One teams couldn't have two-week quarantine. They would never agree to it. Uh, okay. They just It's too complex logistics for them. They need to bring stuff in two days before the race. They just can't have quarantine. Yet,
1: yet they could fly the AFL to Queensland and put them up in a resort for, for AFL. You don't reckon they could do something for the Formula One? No,
0: Australia could do it for them, but the Formula One teams would never agree to it.
1: But even if that would be of, that yeah. would be like
0: pausing their their development for two weeks. But
1: can't you put them somewhere where they're still working, still doing? No, but their they job don't have factories. They, like everywhere. they need people
0: to fly in two days beforehand with parts. Right. They literally, there's people at the factory, CNC machines, fiberglass, carbon fiber, making things,
1: right. adjusting
0: the car days before the race, okay. and they'll fly over with it with it in their hand luggage. They can't do it in Australia. No. Yeah. No, these are so multi-million-dollar factories. So logistically
1: quarantine's out of the question. It's not out of the question, but the, I don't think they would they'd ever would agree have, to it. Well, yeah, well, we saw the tennis players whinging about how that what no. they had to do. Imagine Lewis Hamilton. He'd fucking never <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Your mate, Lewis Hamilton. Oh, yeah. he'd never shut up. All right. So what's to say that in November? What, what date was no, it? November? Like the 18th or something. So what's to say in November they won't have to quarantine then? There's absolutely nothing to say that's not
0: going to be the case. So, so what,
1: when's the race before that? Oh, I don't know, Steve because so, if it's two weeks before that, they're screwed, aren't they? They're, what's going to happen if they do need to do a set fourteen day quarantine?
0: Seventh of November through the nineteenth of No, so Brazil on the so it's twelve days, mate,
1: So go on, struggle gone. So they might make them do a seven day quarantine by then. Just mate, I'm. I don't know. Because at the moment, you see all the people like ninety nine percent of cases now are returning travellers. So people are bringing it from other countries. Yeah, and we don't want them. I'm sorry. I love Formula 1, but I don't love it enough for them to... Yeah, and you think where they're doing. They're, they're literally going country to country. I know they'll be in Europe for a bit, then Asia for a bit. And yeah, they South get America. tested every
0: couple of days, good on them. But yeah.
1: the thing is, and I've said this... They'll all be vaccinated, but you reckon?
0: Yeah, potentially, yeah.
1: yeah. Could that be something in their Maybe favor? it's
0: part of them. Maybe
1: that's that part be, of it. Can that be a sort but, of a get but out of the being vaccinated
0: can. doesn't stop you getting coronavirus. It just stops you stops you suffering the, the worst effects of coronavirus. So Same with the flu vaccination. So you can still get it and give it it and give I it. don't know whether you can give it. I don't know enough about it, but... Right. You certainly can still get it. A vaccination right. does not prevent the disease; it just prevents the effect of it. Yes, right. you okay. get the you get a flu shot. You still get the flu. You just won't feel it. Okay. So, what does that mean? We don't know. Like, what is that? What happens? How does it work? Yeah. So much we don't know, mate.
1: Weird. Oh well. It's still, we're still adjusting, and and you're saying that overseas travel. So you reckon we'll be in Vegas for 2022?
0: No. If, if I if I put money on now, I'd say no. Mm. Did you get the survey from CS? Uh, yeah, I fucking hammered them. Did you? Yep. Why? I just said it was shit.
1: Yeah. I haven't filled it out yet. I said press
0: day was excellent. Yeah. But you didn't have unveiled, so I couldn't find any cool stuff. And you just gave me a list of list of logos, and it meant nothing to me. Yeah. I should I should fill. Yeah. It. I think then you need to give them really honest <laughs> feedback because yeah, well, otherwise they're just going to think it was amazing. You got to do this, you know, one out one to ten ratings for things like the live stream and stuff. It was shit. I didn't need it. Don't do it. Don't waste your time on it.
1: Yeah.
0: Of course, I would say don't make
1: reporter notepads either, but that's where we differ. <laughs> I love the reporter notepads. But that's the only thing that's come out of that's the that's the biggest thing I'm upset about is I can't grab a bunch of reported. You're still using ones from 2016. I've got I've got dead set a box full of them. I don't know. I'm just a hoarder like that. I like those. I like having the notebooks. I've got lots of notebooks and stationery. I'm a big. I have a lot of those books
0: that we get sent as like.
1: Yeah, the little, like, like Just diaries. Just little notebooks yeah. moleskins and stuff. I've got it's all like, the logos. I've got, I've got, of I've got one from Arlo. i got one from GoPro. My problem is I use
0: the them a bit. I like making notes yeah. sometimes, to-do lists and stuff, but then I use, like, four pages, and then I...
1: and then Yeah, you put it away, yeah. Put it away,
0: no. and then I get another one. It's you need to
1: start a journal.
0: I shan't be doing that. Don't no know. one needs to know what no I was journal. thinking at any point in time. <laughs> and I certainly don't want to be reminded of the rubbish I was thinking. Fair enough. I actually tweeted today... Um, did you tweet that about me, you
1: idiot? About the game, you tweeted that
0: yeah, you already. Yeah. Oh god! But I tweeted earlier today um, that I wish there was a device. What did I say? I said what I need is a wearable that tracks my mood and sends calls to text so I don't talk to people when I'm not at my best. <laughs> now, granted, that <laughs> would be ninety nine percent of the time, but for the one percent, it'd be good. But see, I had this situation today where I answered a couple of calls, and I just, you know, I just know that I I wasn't rude. But I know that I wasn't engaged in the conversation. grumpy Is
1: this on the radio or on your podcast? No, I, was just, I tweeted it. What are you talking oh, about? tweeting. Sorry, okay.
0: Yeah, I tweeted it earlier. Okay. okay. Amanda says when I, when I when she rings, I just say what? I'm like, okay, fine. That's
1: so rude. Jacko butt dolled me. Rude. Yeah. If my wife answered the phone saying what? I'd be filthy. Good on you, mate. I would,
0: Jacko butt me. She'd never do that to me either. And I knew it was butt dial, so I hung up and then I rang who, back. Who your son Jackson, did. yep. Okay. So I rang back. He didn't answer and then two seconds later he rings me and I go, G'day, good mate. He goes, What did you ring for? I went, hello, Dad. How are you? <laughs> and it's like I rang him and I said, "This is hilarious." He's just fucking. He's just giving me that. And I went, "It's because he's never had a phone call. Like he doesn't know how to. <laughs> What's like, this? Mate, what when, do I do? <laughs> when my kids are on the like, you say talk to grandma. They go. They just sit there. And I go, "You got to say something. You got to yeah. talk. She doesn't fucking know you're there. You got to say something. <laughs> like they really? don't. Like phone conversations are not a normal it thing. Connects for them. Anyway, back to me." <laughs> um, uh, I just like I was just having these conversations where I'm like yep yeah, okay yeah good no worries and this that and I just know I wasn't engaged in it and I felt like I I have no doubt that they they hung up the phone going what a fucking prick not because I was an arsehole but because I was just disengaged I get that I get that
1: about you a lot mate yeah
0: because <laughs> I There's normally I can do about I it.
1: normally get the call straight before, after me. no I guess someone's get the call before you but then I, they say oh, look we're going to ring Trev I said look okay good luck to you ring Trev okay we're not married or anything you can do what you want but I sometimes get the call after and then they say, "Oh, look, Trevor's interested." i like, "Okay, that could be either for you or against you that if he's interested or not." I say, "I just I G up." So, <laughs> uh, okay. Cuz I think people think we live together and that we it's work together. It's hilarious when and, that happens, isn't and it? I said, "Look, I do a, we do a podcast together once a week. We're not married. We yeah. not we don't work together. We that's all that's what we do." Yeah. And and we get p- emails pitching us at the same time. I, you know, it, it's just testament to the, the the they hear the listen to the show. It's 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 a kind of a it's kind of flattering that they think
0: I that. email them back, go, Well, you you've lost your chance at an exclusive by including that bloke.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot for your support, mate. You're very solid.
0: But often most of the time, and this is uh and I think some companies might have worked this out, but sometimes we'll we'll communicate very quickly after getting the email and decide what the
1: response is. Yeah. So that well, we're if aligned. They pitch us together, <laughs> we we do that because, you know. They they pitch us certain opportunities and we decide on it. And I don't, I don't answer for both of us. I always talk no. to you and vice versa. We always consult. Yep. And, yeah, that's just how it works. That's how a team works. That's how a team stays together for 10 years.
0: What are you trying that's to say? That's how
1: it works. What are you trying to say? Because we're coming out to our 10th anniversary.
0: That's harsh, mate. What? I mean, you're, just, you're digging it hard territory for me. What do you mean? That's years. how a team stays together for 10 years.
1: That's, mate, it's teamwork.
0: I still think it's amazing that we're still talking. There you go. Given my track record.
1: Yeah, you, you've you burned a few people, haven't you, over the years?
0: There's some grabs. Rigby did find a few of those grabs yeah. too, and I'm happy to include them.
1: Okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, I'm an easy-going bloke. Yeah, there's
0: a good one where you go, uh, you say something about my emails, and you go, listen, don't get on Trevor's bad side. He'll just yeah. dig up a fucking email <laughs> about it. And, and you just go, don't get on people's bads. Don't get on Trevor's bad side. And I go, that's very good advice. <laughs> um, and you go, don't go to war with people. I said, yes, there's some people that could have could have learned from that advice. And I said, they didn't even know we were at war. <laughs> yeah,
1: you're a stealth fighter. <laughs> yeah, stealth bomber, <laughs> you are. Yeah. Anyway, uh, right tweet on.
0: us, uh, by the way, with uh, highlights uh, from the last 10 years. We'd love to know your thoughts. Yeah. Because it's uh, always fun to hear what other people remember. Absolutely, really.
1: yeah. Because They might remember something we don't. You so never, it's never know. It's good.
0: Thanks, guys. Goodbye.
1: Ciao.